Welcome into the Grace Point Daily Podcast. My name is Jeremiah Johnson. This is the 12 podcast of Christmas, part four. We've been talking about joy, angels, bells, and today we're going to be talking about the word wonderful. We hear that word tossed around quite a bit in the holiday season. It's the most wonderful time of the year, right? It's a good song. It's the most, don't have that one dialed in, but wonderful time of the year, and it really is a great time of the year. Before we dive into that, we want to say thank you for listening. We exist to bring you daily encouragement for your daily walk with Christ. That's right. Throughout the week, we want to give you a little spiritual bump to help you make it through each and every week. Well, let's talk about that word wonderful because we're kind of talking about words that we hear in Christmas songs and that are just used a lot throughout the holiday season. So here's what I'm going to do. This one might be a little bit shorter. I don't know. It could be longer. I might get real Pentecostal and preach at you for a long time, but I want to give you three different verses regarding this word wonderful. So what I've been doing is just going throughout the Bible and see where these words are taking place and kind of what's going on and what we can glean from them. So here we go. The first one that I found interesting was in Job chapter 42 and it's verse three. All right, here's what it says. You asked, who is this that obscures my counsel without knowledge? Surely I spoke of things I did not understand, things too wonderful for me to know. And that was spoken by Job. So if you go back through the story of Job, we know that it's this guy that was blessed of the Lord and have this interaction and this dialogue where the enemy comes to the throne of God is like, hey, if I brought disruption and messed up Job's life, he, w- he wouldn't serve you. And so uh, God gives him permission and uh, brings destruction and poverty and sickness into Job's life. And Job clearly goes through a very difficult time, but he never wavers. He continues to follow the Lord. But I just found this particular verse interesting because he specifically used the word wonderful. And he says, surely I spoke of things I did not understand things too wonderful for me to know. And so what I want to talk about just for a second, that word wonderful, like for us, it's kind of like a little bit of a happy, cheery word. Like, oh, it's so wonderful. Jeremiah, you are so wonderful. It's like, you know, every Sunday after I get done preaching, everyone comes up, you are so wonderful. You are the most wonderful pastor ever. Uh, I guess it does happen sometimes. But anyway, you know, wonderful used in a good context, but backing up that word just a little bit, wonder. Wonder is a word of mystery. It's a word of not understanding. I wonder what I'm going to do today. You know, when we take out the full part and we just have the wonder, it's like wonders can be a question mark, something that we completely don't, we, when we don't understand things. And this is what Joe was processing, right? He was going through things like Lord, you're too wonderful for me. And for in this scenario, he's saying, God, you're so wonderful that I don't understand what that you're doing. So here's what I put in my notes that God is wonderful and can do wonderful things even in the midst of suffering. So Christmas, okay, we're in Christmas time, the birth of Jesus, baby Jesus, salvation, all these kind of things. But Christmas is about embracing wonderful things, and it's about embracing the wonder of God, the mystery, the 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 understand. I mean, again, the Christmas story that that God would uh, that that birth the Son of God through this virgin girl to bring salvation, to bring the Son of God into the world, to die on the cross for sin. It's it's a story of wonder, like. 
We don't really understand it. We don't get it. It kind of boggles our mind. And so Job had to go through a place in life where it wasn't a, it was a wonder. It was a time of wonder. It wasn't wonderful. It wasn't a wonderful time, but it was a time of wonder where he's like, God, I don't know what you're doing. I am struggling. Like here I am suffering. I'm going through all these things. I've lost family. I've lost money and all these things, but yet God continued to work in his life and he continued to do wonderful things. All right. So here's some notation that was in my Bible. It says, Job admitted that God's ways are beyond human understanding and that he had spoken out of ignorance when he said that God's ways were not just. And so listen, there was a point of crisis in Job's faith where he was questioning God. Have you been in that place before where you're like questioning God? You're like, God, this isn't just, this isn't right. I don't understand what you're doing. Well, guess what? You've, you've had a Job moment before, just like Job had the same moment where like, this isn't right. God, I haven't done any wrong. I've served you. I've been faithful. Why is everything falling apart? He had that moment, but yet even in the midst of that, he had to recognize like, Man, Lord, he admitted that God's ways are beyond human understanding, that God's ways are too wonderful. Does that make sense? So it's interesting, isn't those two words, how that dynamic changed when we go from wonder to wonderful? Because again, wonder is like, God, I wonder what in the world are you doing? And then we go to a place of, God, you're so wonderful. You're so amazing. So that's what I really want to speak is that, again, that truth and that reality that God's ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher. And along with that, that God can do wonderful things, even in the times when we're wondering what is going to happen. And we wondering, we are wondering what in the world God is doing. Amen. Isn't that a good take on, on the concept of the word wonderful, where Job said, God, you're, you're too wonderful for me. I don't understand. God, I'm always trying to figure out your ways. I'm trying to tell you what to do, but here you are, you are too wonderful for me. And wouldn't you agree this Christmas season that God is wonderful? He's wondrous. He, he does things that cause us to wonder, but yet he's still wonderful. And God can do wonderful things in the midst of your suffering. Cause Man, this could be a very tough Christmas for you, but God can still do wonderful things. For example, as I make this podcast literally just a couple of hours ago, I would have made this podcast earlier, but I was sitting with a family who just lost their dad. Their dad died just a couple of days ago, and they are wondering what God is doing, but yet God, I believe, is still going to do wonderful things even in the midst of it. All right, here's the second one. I'm going to dial over here to turn over to Psalm 31, and it is verse 21, and it says, Praise be to the Lord, for he showed his wonderful love to me when I was in a besieged city. All right, there we go. Just that. (laughs) Praise be to the Lord, for he showed me his wonderful love to me when I was in a besieged city. And here's in my notes what I put down is that God's wonder is revealed when we need delivered. Again, I'm going to go back to this truth and reality. We talked about this before, some of you in the church, but sometimes where we've had those moments of, of like, why don't we see miracles anymore? Why don't we see the wonder of God, the wonderful things that God can do? And our ability to see 
God do wonderful things will be predicated on the situations that we are in. So here, this psalm says, he is, he said, praise be the Lord for he showed me wonderful, wonderful love to me when I was besieged, when I was in a situation, when I was in a crisis, that's when I saw the wonderful love of God. That's when I saw the wonder of God. That's when I saw the wonderful things God can do. So I I always want to say this, when you are in a time of trial, persecution, tribulation, suffering, that is one of the greatest moments where you can see God's wonder and the wonderful things God can do. I've I've said it like this many times before. Uh, We don't see miracles a lot in America because we just don't need them. You know, we have healthcare and we have money and we have all these things. And so it's very rare or it's it's seldom that we really need a bona fide miracle uh, and very rarely do we see need to see the wonderful things God can do because we're just so comfortable and complacent in our life. So God's wonder is revealed when we need deliverance. So today I'm thinking of people that are struggling, people that are suffering, people that are walking through times of crisis and hardship. This is the time that the wonderful love of God can step in and bring deliverance and healing and hope and restoration in Jesus' name. Amen? So if if you're suffering, (laughs) look for God's wonder and the wonderful things that he can do to step into your circumstance and into your situation. Amen? One more uh, on this particular thought of wonderful. And hey, man, I got to come up with eight more podcasts regarding the 12 podcasts of Christmas. So stay tuned. All right. Here's the final one. It's in first. You notice I'm not using any Christmas verses or traditional Christmas verses as we talk about this. Here we go. First Peter chapter two, verse nine, it says, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were a not a people, but now you are a people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. And so there we go in that particular passage. It says that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. And in my side notation there, it just simply said that as God's chosen people, we're supposed to be a reflection. We're supposed to reflect the wonderful things that God has, salvation, hope, healing to the world. And so again, in this particular word reflection, I Googled it, right? I just hit the search bar and reflection and and everything came up, at least in the first several pages was talking about the power of reflection. And it was always, always about looking inward and the power of self-reflection and, and how that can really help us and change us. And there's a little bit of value to what they were saying. But in one sense, I might argue that that's the problem that we have as humans is that we're always looking inward. We're always looking in. It's a, it's a self, <laughs> selfish thing. But as the people of God that are chosen, uh, we do something that is opposite of the world. While the world is looking inward to meet its needs and its desires and its wants, we as the people of God, we look outward, and we become a reflection of God. So there you go. I hope God does wonderful things in your life. You might be in a season of wonder. (laughs) You might be in a season like Job. You might be in a season like the Psalms where you feel besieged or things are hard in your life. But yet I want you to know that in 
this season or this stage of wonder that God wants to do wonderful things. That's what he did in Christmas. It was it was a time of wonder, but guess what? That was the most wonderful, in the midst of wonder, God produced the most wonderful event that could have ever happened towards humanity. So hey, God bless you guys. This is the 12 podcasts of Christmas. We got eight more to go, but I promise you we're going to knock them out before December 25th. Merry Christmas. We will talk to you next time.